Welcome to another edition of the All Bases Covered podcast. Uh, we don't have Sam tonight. He's not feeling very good. He cannot jump on, but we are happy to be back after missing Friday. So uh, thank you all for joining. We got Josh joining us. We should have another one of our familiar faces joining us today, Tommy, later on. So we're happy to get come to you here on a Monday. Uh, how's, how's it going, Josh, tonight? Oh, it's going fantastic. How are you doing? Well, we're good. We're, uh, I hope you're ready. We're going to spin the wheel of discomfort, which is uh, when we spin the oh, wheel yeah. and we come up with all sorts of uh, uncomfortable subjects that nobody wants to talk about. So we're going we're gonna to spin the wheel uh, later on today um, just for Tommy. You know, I, I, I can't wait to see what kind of, uh, you know, hot takes he has uh, regarding the, uh, the wheel of uncomfortableness. Um, but man, is he um, gonna actually show up? Are you supposed to? Now I, I talked to him earlier today. He asked for the phone number. He asked for the link. He asked what time we were going on. So you know, you know what? You know, if he if he shows up a couple, if he shows up like fifteen minutes later, we're just gonna have to make fun of him for having for being a diva, and then you know having the typical diva entrance showing up fifteen twenty minutes late. So. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I'll, he'll probably end up showing to our fancy football draft like 15, 20 minutes late too. Probably. Maybe he'll lose his first-round pick. So, you never know. <laughs> um, so, there's a lot of rumbling going on about Deshaun Watson. Apparently, the Browns are now trying to figure out a way to recoup money. So it sounds like the news that they're getting is not good. What it sounds like to me is that they're being told that his, he's going to be suspended for, I have heard, two seasons, which and since he sat out last year, it's a, a three-season suspension with time served already. So he, since he sat out last year, that counts as one season, and he's supposed to sit out two more. Now I'm being told that the Browns, are trying to recoup not only from the signing bonus, but get out of the fully guaranteed contract. Well, hopefully they put language in there to where any more accusers come out that they can. But it does not look good for them at all. That's that's what you get for not doing your homework like you're supposed to yeah. and finding these facts out. What's also misleading yeah. is I think the Texans knew more about the situation than what they let on. That's why they were okay with letting him sit all of last year and not, yeah. hey, right, go ahead and ride the bench. Who cares? We know this, this but what came did out. The Browns, what did the Browns trade to the Texans? Did they also trade them a three bunch of draft first picks? Round picks? Three first-round picks. Which is, okay, I understand. You know what? Baker, Baker Mayfield might not be your quarterback. You guys all hate him. You know what? That's fine. Let him play out the season. 
then you've got the top some of the top quarterbacks coming in next year. What right. do you got? Five right. number one round picks that's coming out next year? Possibly. So you're I gonna mean, have you a definitely quarterback. Got, yeah, you got Bryce Young, you got C J Stroud. I don't know who else is on that list of guys that are getting looked at. Um, uh, the the guy from Kentucky. Well, leave uh, it. we'll leave it. Yes, uh, but there's there's two other ones. I, I I just can't remember their name or where they played it right now. But yeah, okay. they, oh, yeah. There was there was a total of five quarterbacks they said that can go in the top ten picks this coming year. That's yeah, this, how QB ready draft draft for quarterback. Is be. I. I don't, yeah, and now you've already pissed off Baker Mayfield. He's not going to play for you, so now you're left with Jacoby Brissett. Good luck. Yeah, and good good for Baker for standing his ground. Like, hey, you want to go after this guy? Go ahead. But I'm not going to play for you anymore. Why Why should I? I gave yeah. – I played injured all of last year to help this team, and you want to just shit on me and go find somebody else? Come and the on. season before, he led the Browns to their first playoff victory in what, twenty some years. And they were what two minutes away from beating the fucking Chiefs. Yeah, that defense, that defense let that Chiefs team back in, and that's why they lost. But they were up and then two last touchdowns year, like, on the Chiefs. Baker's shoulder was hurt from like the second game on. Exactly. <clears throat> I, I so mean, I mean I I understand Baker's not the best QB out there. He sure is a yeah. top fifteen QB in my opinion. It's too early to give up on him. I think it's too early to give up on him. I think especially when you got a quarterback who has been through how many head coaches and offensive coordinators in his five years in Cleveland. Exactly. Um and I don't know. I, I the Browns are we're sitting there looking at Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow and sitting there saying, fuck, we can't compete in this division with Baker. And I I don't know, man. You, you Now you – the other thing that was stupid that they did is they fucked over every single team that's trying to re-sign their young quarterback by giving Deshaun Watson $230 million guaranteed. Because now that's the fucking starting point. That's, that's yeah, exactly. the starting point. Most quarterbacks are sitting there looking at Deshaun Watson – and be like, well, I did this, and I did this, so this is what – I mean, fuck, Kyler Murray wants that kind of money. What has Kyler Murray accomplished? I think Deshaun Watson's at least won a playoff game. Kyler, I, Kyler I, Murray I, has accomplished, what, two first-half great seasons, and both of the last yeah. half of the seasons he's choked. That's what he's accomplished. But now I'm he's a sitting good here wanting – quarterback and then nothing. Yeah. Because he's small and he gets hurt. That, I mean, a lot, of, a lot of last year, too, I think it, it hurt the wide receiver, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, going out. And yeah. I, I well, think he's not going to have a lot. this year for, what, 10 games? How many games is it's, uh, Hopkins suspended for? Six? I thought it was, it was like four six or six. Or ten. Okay. No, it was, it was, uh, small, regardless. It was like four or six. It, it, still, six games is nothing to sneeze at. Without no. the top option, and now you got Marquise Brown, who I know he played with in college. Great, fine, but I, I don't. I don't know, man. They don't have. They don't have the defense. That that Arizona team 
feels like a third place team in the West. I, I, I don't they're certainly better than Seattle, who I think is gonna struggle to win four games this year. But it's they're they're nowhere close to the Rams or the forty ers No. No. And and here's the difference I think uh, the Rams, they have that middle-of-the-road type team. They got their, their veterans. They got some young players. Uh, and they've been signing all of them. They've signed all the, yeah. the talent that they need to continue to win. And they're in that win-now mode. The 49ers have a yeah. good mix of young players. And they, you, we have to remember, they beat the Rams twice last year. And, yeah, and they, they, they beat they them pretty soundly. They should have beat them for yeah. the third time in the playoffs, and they blew it. Exactly. So, uh, I, I mean, I think you're right. I think I think it goes 49ers and, and the Rams, the top two in that division, and then you got uh, the the Cardinals. But the Cardinals, what worries yeah. me is they're old on defense. They've signed older. They're players very old on defense. on defense. Yeah. Even on yeah. offense, I mean, you're relying on Zach Ertz, who's been injury prone over his career. A.J. Green is not the same A.J. Green that he was in Cincinnati. He's older. Now, Hopkins. Yeah, he's not He's not been not the same. same player. A.J. Green's not been the same since about 2018. From 2010 through 2017, he was, I would consider A.J. Green a top four wide receiver in the league. And oh, absolutely. And he had Andy Dalton I, I would to say him. it was, at one point, it was A.J. Green, Antonio Brown, and DeAndre Hopkins. Those were the top three. And yeah, I, but that AJ Green has been gone since about 2018. Yep, it was about the time he got that uh, injured ankle. Yeah, it hasn't been the same since. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, uh, you look at uh, I was reading an article yesterday uh, about the Ravens. Yes, you want to pay? Go ahead and pay Lamar Jackson 240 million dollar for a running quarterback, because that's all you're going to get. You're going to get a faster running back. You've got wide receivers that do not want to go play in Baltimore. Top wide receivers are saying they are not going to go sign in Baltimore. Why? It's not because they don't want to play with Lamar Jackson. It's because they know Baltimore relies on the run game. They're not a passing team. And and they know the Bengals are not going to get – He's not going to get them the ball. He's just He's not. not. He is not going to get them the ball consistently. Mark Andrews puts up good numbers, and that's about it because he's a tight end. But Lamar Jackson does not consistently throw the ball well. No. They're a run-heavy offense. They work through their tight ends and the running game. So yeah. they're not going to be a good wide receiver. That's why they, they go out and draft two wide receivers every single year, it seems like. And they just they can't yeah. they can't hit on the receivers. They don't develop them. I mean, I can't even think. No. Who's the last good receiver Baltimore developed? Uh, they haven't. Like I don't remember. There's got to be a long one. time. Got to be. There's got to be a receiver that they developed in their system. I know you're. I mean, shit. You're right. I, don't, I mean, I can't Corey think Smith. of one. I mean, their their best Corey receiver Smith. they had in the last ten years was uh, fucking Steve Smith, and he was already developed. Yeah, Bolden. Bolden, yeah, I would say him. 
But I mean, what that was under Joe Flacco? Yeah, Torrey Smith, Marquise Brown, Devin DuVernay, they've all been drafted by the Ravens uh, recently. They haven't done anything. Uh, John Brown. Uh, but then you got Rashad Bateman now. We'll see. But, yeah, they Baltimore has never developed a, a top-to-flight wide receiver. No, they uh, really haven't. Right. Since they've been in existence, their they really haven't. Their, their run game, they've always been run game and defense. Exactly. And that, that's just the Did way think- that organization has been. I mean, you think of some of the great running backs that have played there, Jamal Lewis and Ray Rice and others. They they develop running backs like none other. Are, are you allowed saying Ray Rice? What's that? I thought he was canceled. Well, the, I said, are, you allowed, are you allowed saying Ray Rice? Because he's canceled. He's a white I guess. I guess, I guess Tommy's not going to join our show. <laughs> oh, snap. This is fast. This is very fascinating. Fascinatingly late. <laughs> well, we we gave him at eight fifteen, and he's still not there. So, yeah, that's all right. We, well, well, he he just it's all right. We'll, we'll he send you a message saying I'm, I'm not really, going to be. On. I was really looking. I said, "What did he send you a message saying he's not going to be on now?" No, no, no. I'm just I was looking at the clock, and I haven't seen him call in, and so I told oh, okay. him I, I sent him a link. So, oh well, that's all right. That's all right. Well, <laughs> here comes. Oh, Tommy said he forgot. How do you forget? I just texted you three hours ago. I texted <laughs> you three hours ago. <laughs> nice. Texted him three hours ago. That dick. Anyway, <laughs> he's such an asshole. Why do we hang out with that uh, guy anyway? I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, we'll just uh, we'll just keep talking shit about him when he calls in, so he can hear everything. Yeah, but exactly. But he can't. He can't call, he can't say anything back until I punch him until I punch him through. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers with oh. the mute button. God damn it. <laughs> what do you what do you think make of the uh of Terry McLaurin, who's now another disgruntled wide receiver who wants an extension? What what is what I wanna know is what is going on with all these receivers that want extensions two years out from them being eligible for a new contract. Why? This never used to be a thing, but now I feel like with A.J. Brown and now D.K. Metcalf and, and Debo Samuel and all these other receivers that are I will, wanting new deals, McLaurin is staying out of training because he wants a new deal. I would tell you one reason, and you could, you could completely think I'm batshit crazy, but this is what I think. I think the NFL – has seen what the NBA has allowed to happen with players. I want traded. I want out. I want a new deal. The NBA catered to that for the last seven, eight, nine years since LeBron has been in. Now the NFL is starting to do that same thing. They're letting these players dictate what these owners are doing. That's why they're wanting, like, all of a sudden – I want more money. I, I know I'm, I signed for five years. I want more money. If not, I'm, I want to be traded. Well, exactly the same thing happened to the NBA. I think Terry McLaurin's a good receiver, but in three seasons, he's never scored more than seven touchdowns. 
He's the most amount of yards he's had is 1,118. And I get it. He's played with some shitty quarterbacks. I understand that. And now he's got another shitty one coming his way in Carson Wentz. He had a backup this whole time. And, but I don't know, man. I think you, you got to prove something to me man, before I shell out the toe. You got to prove something. I mean, he disappeared in a lot of games last year. He did disappear. But, uh, but look, we got the, uh, I, mean, uh, we I had got him on my fantasy, and I, yeah. I mean, I, it was so hit and miss if I started him or not. But we got uh, we got his royal highness calling in now, Tommy. Uh, uh, you know, oh, Mr. Fashionably yeah, late. Finally calling in. Fashionably late. Let's see what the princess has to say. Oh, oh, I'm glad that you could join us today. What, he what was did changing you, diapers. Uh, did your alarm clock not go off? Oh, thanks for having me back, boys. Always a pleasure. <laughs> he was I at just thought, you know, we'd keep you on mute and, and, and talk shit about you for a couple of minutes, and then, I, then I'd punch you through. <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> I, I got to hear it all, man. It got to tell it. Got to hear everything you guys had to say. So let's uh, let's get this show going now. <laughs> there we go. Now, now we can start because the talent's arrived. Is that, is that what you're trying to say? Antonio Brown has arrived. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, so we were just talking, uh, I don't know if you caught that, uh, man, but we were talking about these NFL receivers. There's more and more wanting new deals, and a lot of them haven't really a lot yet. They're still on their rookie deal. Like, what's the point of having a rookie contract if you're, if you're going to want a new deal two years into it or even three years into it when you still got – you, you know, if he was going into the final year of his contract, fine. You know, work out a new deal. But I, Terry McLaurin, I was just telling Josh, he's a, he's a good receiver. He's a nice receiver. Do I want to pay him 18 to $22 million a year right now? No, I don't. You are not – I mean, you haven't proven anything to me yet. Come on, I, man. You're not I mean, look, have you, have you seen the – the price of gas lately and uh, groceries and everything else, man, inflation. you got to pay these guys so they can actually live, right? <laughs> okay, well, yeah. I mean, they're... Oh, it must be so hard on that rookie scale contract that they're making, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, somebody, somebody that works in the, what is, the what cable business, well? you know, what? Uh, yeah. cable bills keep going up, people are canceling, so... All these NFL contracts they signed with these TV deals, they're all going to be, have to be reworked because if people stop watching, these players aren't getting paid. So better just shut up True. and quit being divas. Maybe they should just, you know, get all that NIL money now and stay in college for four years before going pros. Maybe get that degree, <laughs> too, and then they, they, they can make that NIL money on the side. But what was it that Latrell Sprewell famously said? I think he said something like, I can't feed my family on $20 million a year or something like that. I, I yeah. forget the quote. But it was something ridiculous where the dude not only invented the spinner rims, but, like, he was making, like, I want to say, like, five or six million, maybe more, uh, in the NBA. And he wanted a new deal, and he's like, I can't – I think it was, I can't afford to feed my family on $5 million a year or something crazy. I just it, – that was – that's so funny to me because most Americans, you know, feed their family on a hundred K a year, let alone $5 million. Yep. So. <laughs> well, I mean, if you look at the medium income, I mean, most Americans feed their family off of under 75 K under maybe even under 50 K. Yeah. So 
It's it's all no, but I'll tell you what, it, it, it is kind of it, it is ahead, becoming huh? more and more common, you know, that they're they're negotiating these contracts, right? I mean, you you see it all the time, even from the veterans, right? They get two three years in on a five six year deal, and they're like, wait, somebody just got a pay bump. I I deserve it too, right? And somehow they keep getting away with it, right? So as long as they get away with it, I mean, it's going to keep happening, right? Sure. Well, so now the latest receiver to get a contract extension, I don't know if you guys agree with this or not, but the Raiders gave Hunter Renfro a two-year, $32 million contract extension. Is he, is he worth that? No. And what, he had a year and a half? No. He's not worth $16 million a year. No, uh, not Hunter at all. Renfro. No, No chance. I mean – one, I think I had him on my fantasy team for maybe three weeks last year, and he was uh, terrible at best. So, no, no chance. Although he did blow up at the end of last year, and he totaled 103 catches for 1,030 yards and nine touchdowns. So Yeah, but the, he's like, they also lost their number one receiver that year. I mean, Henry Ruggs was gone. So, and so Darren you, Waller, now you're putting Devon – uh, Devontae Adams in that lineup, guess who's going to get the passes now? And it it's not uh, him. No. So no, it's I mean, not Winfrey. And Waller's going to be Adams. Too. Don't forget. Yeah. Oh, no. It's, it's, it's crazy, man. These wide receiver contracts are crazy. Um, so now that Tommy has joined us, we get to spill the – we get to spin the wheel of discomfort. All right, so these are going to be subjects that uh, are a little risky uh, that we now get to talk about. So uh, let's see. Let's spin the wheel and see where it takes us, gentlemen. Would, that didn't all right. <laughs> Would Deshaun Watson's punishment be – all right, we don't know what Deshaun Watson's punishment is going to be. We I've heard everything from six games to possibly three years. But do you think it would be more severe if he was white? Because looking at Trevor Bauer and some other people, uh, is the NFL trying to avoid issues here uh, by – possibly not not only not announcing the suspension, but if he gets like a six or eight game suspension, what would be – is it a race thing? I would say no. Because if we go back uh, to a couple of players, Ray Rice, what, he got suspended four to eight games. And yeah. Kareem Hunt got suspended four games. And I think Greg Hardy got suspended for a year. Yeah, but so, look, at, look at Bauer in the MLB. He got a two. He he's basically going to be suspended for three years, and he had far less allegations than what Deshaun Watson's facing. Yeah, and he had text text proof that the woman wanted sex like that. She wanted that hard sex. So <laughs> I mean. <laughs> That's cut out of her, man. She wants to get choked. She wants to get fucked. Sorry. I mean, I... Oh, here we go with the crickets. 
What a dick. I wish I could just edit the part and just put, put that on a loop of Josh saying she wanted the hard sex. She wanted the she wanted the <laughs> Let's face it, she wanted donkey punched in the back of her head. I mean, whatever, right? I guess so. I guess so. Pretty much. I mean, she asked for the pirate, so he had to get it to her. <laughs> She asked for the dirty Sanchez, man. So she got the dirty Sanchez. <laughs> she got the she got Yo, the Oh God. Here's what I'll say about it. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Josh. Race thing, no. But what is, what is, what does Bauer and Watson both have in common? They're allegations. There's no actual charges. There's nothing against these guys, and yet so for some reason the leagues are going out and suspending them a mass amount of time, right? Whatever happened to you know, being innocent until proven guilty? Uh, it's year 2020. It Everybody's guilty. Yeah, it doesn't exist. In the days of social media, among other things, it does not exist anymore. Oh, and that's man. garbage. You look, you look at the Herd Depp trial, right? They heard, or I'm sorry, Johnny Depp lost movie contracts, millions and millions of dollars, and all of a sudden he's exonerated, right? And it's yeah. it's it's the same thing for these guys too, right? So race, not at all. I don't think it's a race thing, well, but it's definitely I, I, we've yeah. got a systemic problem here in the leagues. I, I think it's the whole Me Too movement. So everybody came out with the Me Too. NFL got hit bad by it. it it's just the optics of the whole thing. You got 24 women now that allegedly he he harass when he's getting a get a massage then you got the texans come that just came out and pretty much 60 different massages they put up over yeah. like, over his contract you got his fucking lawyer saying a happy ending is not illegal i mean the optics of it looks pretty bad so uh i mean they have to do something i mean Civilly, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna have to pay a lot of money, and that's and that's why he took that Browns deal when they gave it to him because I don't think any other team was giving him close to that. That's why he jumped on that so deal so fast. Yeah. Well, he, he's that's what it comes down to. It's the money. Coming. Yep. Yeah, it's got to be the money. But two more women are coming forward, so now it's twenty six. Twenty six. It's going to be up to. Two more lawsuits will be filed shortly. Speaking of happy endings, yeah. <laughs> whatever happened to, to Robert, the, the old Robert Craftgate? I don't know. Did he have something it. similar? And he kind of he got off pretty easy. So may, maybe I don't know. Does it does it become a race thing? But the other way, where they're they're punishing the the black man harder than than the white owner? And how's that going to make the NFL look? I mean, that's all. Well, what case, hasn't it? Well, wow. that was only yes, what I... one or one woman, though. What? I don't know. <laughs> well, one or a hundred. I mean, you're probably still in the wrong, right? <laughs> no, you're definitely. Not, but I don't think I don't think he ever got. I don't think any women ever came out and said he physically did anything to him, made him feel comfortable. I think he just went and got caught getting a happy ending because that's what that massage parlor did. I think that might okay. be the difference. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, there's a hidden camera. So they saying Watson mom. did Watson force force these women to give him happy endings or something? I mean, how does that work? 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of like when they were saying that, like, the chick with the Zizan Zari said she felt like he forced her to give 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 uh, give him a blowy. And I'm like, how, how does one do that unless you're in prison? You know, unless the, the other dude's like six foot six and 300 pounds and you're some little tiny guy who's never been to prison before. I don't know how one forces another one to give a blowjob, but um, the, the opposite. Well, think about know. that, too. Is, did they have is a that a wise thing for the man to do? No, probably not, man. Probably not. I mean, you're gonna put you're gonna put your you know what inside of the chompers of somebody who doesn't want it there. I mean, think about this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's spin the wheel again and let's see what other shenanigans it has for us. Let's uh, let's spin the wheel. Shenanigans. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Florida has been in the news again. Ron DeSantis, which I, you know, Ron DeSantis has gotten a lot of heat, and I, I happen to agree with a lot of the things that he's been saying. But now uh, he wants to make it a, a child services issue if uh, kids are taken to a drag queen show. And most recently, the Proud Boys were seen interrupting and shouting obscenities. Um, while a drag queen was reading to children in a library. So what I want to know is why are we exposing kids, especially young kids, to drag queens? Well, you know, from let's see. <laughs> you guys, nobody was eager. Nobody was eager at all to step up to this. Not, not a single person. Not everybody thinks they're very quiet. Well, this was a tough Don't one. Don't take it, Josh. I mean, I, I mean, this is a tough one. I mean, it's it, it's kind of up to the parents. I mean, if the parents are okay with with seeing that, I mean, okay. But if, if if they're putting somebody in drag just to be there and your kids and you're you're a parent and you don't expect it, that's the problem. But I mean, exposing them at least they're they're kind of seeing what America is. Like, hey, this is this is what you're going to see in life. You know, I personally wouldn't have my kids doing that, but that's me. Yeah. Man, for some reason, I'm really agreeing with Josh quite a bit tonight. <laughs> I think it's parental choice. You know, it's, 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 that's the freedom of America, right? I mean, as the parent, you get to decide what's best for your child. But to that same extent, should the drag queen be reading at a public library, right, and maybe doing so unannounced? Eh, I don't know, right? <laughs> I just. I don't know, man. I don't think you should be taking kids under the age of, like, 16 to drag queen shows. I don't know. I, call me old school. Fine. I don't, you know, whatever. If these fucking drag queens, whatever, uh, want to fucking do what they do, fine. I don't care what you do in your personal life. I'm not going to judge you. I don't care. I don't want it around my kids. That's just plain as like yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, it, I think it's parental parental rights. You know, 
if they know it's going to happen and, and they're taking their kids there, yeah, that's one thing. If the library posted something, hey, we're going to have a drag queen here uh, reading a story. Okay, I walk in. I know what they're doing. I can walk right back out. So. All right. Uh, All I right. mean, well, yep, I agree, man. It anyway. And the minute the minute that you start like having the government dictate and hand down what age a kid can do this, this, and this, it won't ever stop, man. So exactly. that's that's my biggest fear. Okay, fair enough. All right, last last spin on the wheel of uh, discomfort. Here we go. Let's see what it brings us. Oh, the Jack Del uh, Jack Del Rio tweets. Oh, uh, here we go. Yes, love it. <laughs> love it. <laughs> that's 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 the spirit I want to see. That's the spirit I was hoping for for the drag queen, but no, I got cricket. So <laughs> here we go. Uh, Jack Del Rio was recently in the news uh, because he compared, um, you know, he was condemning all the hubbub, hubbub around the January 6th Capitol riots to a dust-up and then compared them to what happened during the uh, George summer of George Floyd with all the riots and the looting. Um, so let's, uh, let's get some takes on this, boys. Josh, you were Tommy, so excited. You want to go Once first on this one? Off. Yeah, go ahead. All right, all right. All right. What he said, I I, kind of disagree with how he said the whole dust-up. Yeah, it was more than a dust-up. But he's absolutely right. He should have an opinion on what he can say, what he can tweet. That's America. We should all have a right to speech. First Amendment. I shouldn't get fined for something that I have a right to do, whether it offends you whether you agree with it, whatnot. I don't care. It's my right. Uh, as far as he's, he's 100% right with what happened in 2020 with, with all the riots. We all seen it on TV. Hey, look, it's a mostly peaceful protest, yet there's a, a fucking burning building right behind them. Like, what, what riot are you watching right now? I'm not watching the same riot you are. Um. And the whole January 6th, the whole uh, hearing that they had, it was a one-sided hearing, and it was professionally done. So you're only going to see the bad things that happen. You're not going to see all the, all the bullshit that you watch live where you've seen police officers, hey, come right in, come right in. But that's my take. I just love the comment. What riot are you watching? <laughs> <laughs> bringing my bringing my Fisher out. <laughs> you know, I I mean, I, I agree with his comments. I agree with his rights to be able to do it. You know, man. I, I just what this world is becoming is um, it's it's pretty scary. I, I don't even. Yeah, I mean it's it's all the same to me, right? I mean the January sixth debacle was was a was a black mark, right, on our on our history and and who we are as Americans. And I think you know all the George George Floyd riots and everything else. I mean, there's really no difference between any of them for me, right? You're you're attacking American 
workers, buildings, infrastructure, everything, right? And there's no exactly. difference between it. I don't, I don't care. I, well, I, I, I was completely, I was completely okay with them being on the Capitol outside the building, voicing their opinion, and they stooped as low as everybody else on the left during that moment. Should never happen. And you actually have tweets. You have tweets out there from Maxine Waters, right, who is basically – she does incite violence. She is telling the BLM protesters to go out and destroy things. And and get in these these officials' faces. Tell them you're not going to accept it, inciting a riot. And Chuck Schumer just did it with uh, the Supreme Court justices. You can go to their house. And guess what happened? Kavanaugh, um, attempt assassination. You got this group, uh, Ruth is here or whatnot, telling where um, the new Amy Cohen Bear, whatever her thing is, where she goes to church, where her kids go to school. Like, come on, that's not who we are as people. That's a, that's a threat oh. on these judges to make a decision one way or another, and that's illegal. You can't do that. Arrest them all. Make an example. So here's what I'll say about Jack Del Rio. Well, I am in agreement with you that the Floyd riots and January 6th Capitol attacks, no matter how the left wants to spin the Floyd riots of the, an oppressed people rising up, yada, 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 whatever bullshit, it's, it's, it's a black eye. It's, it's, it's an embarrassment. What I, will say that, what I will say about Del Rio, though, is read the room. You are an assistant coach in a predominantly African-American league. So if you're going to be coaching black players, maybe don't tweet out these kinds of things. Now, there have been but some did players. You, did you also, but did you also see what his players said? I don't care what what, the, what I don't care what he says as long as he comes to work and he puts the energy in making me better and making me do my job. I don't care what yeah. he says. I'm all about this team, how he coaches us, and he's working his ass off to get us to where we need to be. But the biggest thing about Del Rio and why he got a lot of credit from his former players and why Washington probably hasn't fired him and will not fire him is that Del Rio came out and said, you know, I'm open to having a conversation. He didn't say these comments and then run and then go hide out for six months. He said, come talk to me. Now, it's not to say that what he's saying is wrong and he's not allowed to have an opinion. And you know what? Maybe others who are in the African-American community, they can kind of tell him. Maybe he doesn't really know how the George Floyd incident affected that community. Fine. He's open to having a discussion. And I think it's wrong on the side of the NAACP call for his head when there's other guys out here, black uh, black men like Ice Cube, uh, saying things about Jewish people, and I don't see the NAACP coming out and condemning him. So, uh, no. And imagine if the, imagine if the Proud Boys were out there. I mean, actively calling for people's heads after they they said or did something right that like that, right? I mean, 
it's just a, it's it's a double standard, man, and uh, it's uh, it's pretty disgusting. I mean, either way you look at it, either side doesn't matter. Exactly. But, I mean. I don't want to defend the Proud Boys. They're kind of a fucked up group. I'm just just gonna say that. I don't, you know, are they a little. I, weird, I, I mean, so. I don't like any racist group. I don't care what group you're in. There's there's yeah. no there's no need for it. There's no need for hate in this world. There's enough already. So. All right, that, that and they're does trying to take away my deal. gun. <laughs> hey. I, I, I didn't get to that. That that did not come up on the wheel of discomfort. That was an option. <laughs> we we skipped over the gun. The gun. But I I will say this uh, on a quick thing we can talk about because we got some time. Um, uh, then we'll get to the finals talk. Be finals. I will say this. I'm glad that the government has worked somewhat together in putting a couple different things in place. Do I think it's perfect solution? No, I do not. But we're not – the far left isn't going to get what they want, and, and we're not banning guns. We're not going to ban any type of guns. We're not going to reverse the Second Amendment. Regardless of what people think, regardless of what people's opinion is, that's not going to happen. So what needs to happen is everybody come together and say, look, let's put some realistic things together that will help and – and let's try to work through this. Now, now, giving more funding for more security at schools, great idea. Making the, uh, the, the minimum age to buy a weapon, 21, uh, great idea. Increasing background checks, also excellent idea. Um, I think the last thing that I think should happen, whether or not it's going to happen, but I am, and Josh, I think you were on the show when we talked about this. I do believe that you should have to have a license, much like you have a driver's license to drive a car. You should have to obtain a license to own a gun. Is that going to stop everything? No, it's not. But I think I think a gun is a deadly weapon, just like a car can be used as a deadly weapon. You, you have to pass a written exam and a driver's test to get a driver's license. I think the same thing can be said with guns. I, I just, I mean, I disagree with the last part only because I feel like if you take a look at all of the, the, the shooters, right. That we're trying to um, prevent, right. Or the shootings we're trying to prevent in our schools and everything else. I mean, eight, nine out of every, 10 of these, these people, right. I mean, it, it wouldn't have prevented what they did. The, 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 common, the common gun owner is not the problem here. I mean, these are, these are, you know, radical individuals. But did they not purchase their guns legally? Well, they did. Here, here's, here's, where, here's where Tommy's coming, his point's coming. Yes, they purchased their guns legally. But don't just look at these one incidents. Look what happens in Philadelphia. Look what happens in Chicago. Look what happens in New York. Sure. Look what happens in L.A. It's not this AR-15 that, that's killing it. It's 9mm handguns. That's what's killing people in this country. Are these guys getting yeah, these but, guns legally? No, they're not. How do we but, stop right, that? Let me ask you guys a that question. That should be the number, one, let me ask you guys a question. the number one thing. Does anybody give a shit about some gangbanger doing a drive-by with other gangbangers? 
No, I, I care about the mass shootings and someone walking into a did school you, or a grocery store. Did you not store see what happened in Philadelphia? Or what, nine people shot in Philadelphia on a, on a busy street uh, downtown? Come on, that's, that is a mass shooting. Just because it wasn't, it wasn't an AR-15, you, you consider it a, a, a non-mass shooting. If the, if no, I'm, I'm talking about on a shooting where there's multiple people. I'm I'm just saying, I'm I'm sitting here. I'm I'm saying, tell me, there. This was on June 5th, the one you're talking about on South Street. The three killed, eleven wounded. There's been multiple mass shootings, but I I'm not I'm not talking about Chicago and L.A. and New York where there's gun violence. Yeah, there's gun violence everywhere. I think though that a license would prevent. A good chunk. And we don't have to agree, which is fine. It's the beauty of America that we can all be friends and have different opinions. Because if you had every, if you had, if you surround yourself with a bunch of people who all think like you, life is going to be fucking boring. But in my opinion, and we can leave it at that, and then you guys can state your, your claim. But in my opinion, I feel that a lot would be, I, I don't even say a lot, but there'd be a good chunk that would come down if you were required to take to, to have a license to own a gun. Now, is that impeding on your Second Amendment rights? No. I'm not saying that the gun owners can't have guns, but you have to, you can't drive without a driver's license. So what's the big deal about having about owning a gun and having a gun license? I'm, I'm not I'm not For agreeing me. or disagreeing with you, Mike. All I'm saying is how 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 are you going to have a license for all these gun owners when, like I said. All these guys that are committing these mass shootings with nine millimeters, they're getting these guns illegally. It's not going to stop them. I don't. No matter what, a license license is not going to stop a criminal. A license is not going to stop a criminal from obtaining a firearm. The people who were shooting up grocery stores and, and schools were not criminals. They had no criminal record prior. So I think people hide behind the fact that they have these invisible statistics that they can't point invisible. out to that say all these guns are obtained illegally. They're not. They're not obtained illegally. Yes. All obtained What's your, illegally. What, what is your license going to accomplish in the school shootings, right? They go through a background check, right? They got to hold 48, 72 hours, whatever it is, before they obtain the gun. And, and then they maybe take a knowledge test that you know your gun, and then you get a license, and then you can still go shoot up what you want, right? I mean. But you still have to have a, a competency check. It just, it's just like if you go into a car and you can't parallel park, they're going to ding you, and they're going to not award you a license. Or, so or how, many you, times, you, how many times can you take that test? You can continue taking your I, license your license test to drive multiple times. You can take it after a week. So that's all these guys have to do is just, oh, you know what? I didn't study well enough. I'm going to go in a week and take the test again. But I think think for me, again, it goes back to a comment I made earlier. You have have a personality test, guys. You have a personality test in the license. Tommy, you had to take a personality test to work at the fucking Cheesecake Factory. There are different factors <laughs> that show up at the personality test <laughs> that, that would deem someone possible if they have certain, a certain temperament. And maybe that person isn't 
a good fit to be a gun owner. But that doesn't have to equate to a license, though, in my opinion, because the license to me goes back to the government overreach, right, where they're, they're monitoring you, and now you've got to renew your license. And then you probably have to renew, like on your car, your tag, so you can have a tag for each one of your guns that you've got to renew, right? And it, it ends up just being more tax dollars, more government overreach, more visibility, right, into, in most cases, right, the vast majority of America are responsible gun owners. It doesn't seem like that, and it doesn't look that way necessarily based on what the media shows you and, of course, all of the, the publicity around these horrible tragedies that we've been experiencing lately. But the vast majority of Americans, right, I think there's two, 300 million guns in the U.S., right? And the vast majority of us, you know, are pretty peaceful, not, not shooting things up, right? I mean, I can agree with that, but, but then why is this? And I didn't want to get into this whole gun debate, man, because we got more sports to talk about. But last thing I'll say, the school shootings are a uniquely American problem. This isn't happening in other countries. Switzerland, Switzerland has as many guns per capita as the United States. But they're a smaller population. But per, per person, they have as many guns as the United States. They have kids learning to shoot guns. They have shooting competitions when kids are like 9, 10, 11 years old, whatever. They've not had a mass shooting in Switzerland in 30 years. So why is this uniquely an American problem? Uh, there's a lot of hate. That's it. I mean, you you go back to the 50s and 60s and the 70s. You had you still had a lot of hate between whites and blacks. Let's yeah. be honest. It, it still was racist. Racism. It's still there today, but it's not as much it was it it was then. So I still think there's still a lot of hate in people's hearts. It's that? still there as much as it was then. It's just in secret now. Now people get into positions of power that are white supremacists, and they get into different positions, and they can secretly hide their hate. But it's still there, just as prevalent as it was back in the 50s. I, I, no, I don't see that at all. Because, I mean, you, you go back to the 50s and 60s, uh, a white person sees a black person, and the first thing they say is the N-word. That doesn't happen now. But is it really race, though? If you look back uh, uh, 30-some years ago, right, when we were all in school, right, you didn't have the mass shootings, but the guns were still there. You, you could claim yep. that, that racism was still alive, right? I mean, but, but we didn't have the shootings then. So something has changed in American society where, I, got it. I don't know, I know people it are. It's our video games. It's the violence we see on TV. That's what it is. I hate to be that guy, but I think you're right. (laughs) All these kids, all these kids have the same thing in common at shoot-up schools. They play fucking Call of Duty. No, you know know what I really think it is? I think it's social media, man, because you cannot escape your peers, no matter what you do, where you go, you leave school after being bullied, guess what? They're going to attack you on your social media platforms, right? So every facet of your life is, is, is revol- revolving around these people that you cannot get away from virtually or in real life. And there's Internet trolls. There's Internet tough guys who wouldn't say this shit to your face, but they'll say it on the Internet. Yep. Uh, and that's, and I that's think social media see... has changed us for the worse. 
Yeah, I, I agree, I, man. 100% it's like, agree. It's That's why, if, if you've noticed, too. I don't post a lot on social media anymore. Ever since, you know, yeah. when we were going out and you got Tommy, Mike, you guys didn't have kids yet, and I had kids. Uh, my aunt came to my mom one day, and it's like, uh, was Josh a big alcoholic? Because he's going out all the time and posting pictures of, at the bar, and he's got kids. At that point, I was like, why should I post yeah. anything about my life? You know what? I'm out having a good time. I don't have my kids. They're, my kids are okay. So why can't I have a good time out? I go to work every day. I come home. I pay my house bill. I pay my car bills. So that, that's why You're I'm posting. Back at that time, man, you were paying for a lot of your friends to live with you, too, and giving them shelter as I well. Yeah. So, all right, let's uh, let's get back to some sports here. But I thank you guys for your discussion. See, this is that's the other thing. And, and before I get into this, into the finals, is that everybody it's like pick a side. I we're on this team and we're on this team. And and if you don't agree with me, you're a racist or you're a libtard or you're a fucking snowflake. And and the, the resort's name calling. What happened to just saying that I have my opinion? I don't 100% agree with what you're saying. This is why, but I can still respect you as a person. Exactly. And that's what happens in face-to-face discussions, right? When you get face-to-face with your friends or really anybody, right? Most people are respectful and they have a discussion, they agree to disagree, and they, you know, move on, right? But social media puts something between them and the other person and it spirals. And I... And I and I think a lot of it has to do with uh, like the text too, because you don't know you don't know exactly how that person's reacting to it. So you yeah. might think that person is trying to attack you or attack what you believe in, and they're really not. And I think a lot of people automatically go to that. Oh, this guy's attacking me. He's making me feel bad. They get defense. Not at all. What I was trying to do. Yeah. So I think our host actually wants to talk about sports on his sports show, I guess. <laughs> yes. It's yes. all bases covered, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're goddamn right. It's all bases covered. We've got to talk about everything. <laughs> yeah. um, game, game five of the NBA finals tonight, man. They're uh, just had it, too. And we can go longer. I, I put an hour for the show. We can go a little longer, whatever. It's okay. It'll, it'll keep recording. Um, but game five, man, is this a must-win game for Golden State? No. I, I, I'm just do, – do people still watch the NBA finals? Oh, yeah, man. I've been watching the finals. I, I don't know. I, I have a legitimate interest in this series, Celtics and Warriors, because the Celtics are young, play great defense. They're, they're long. They got athleticism out the wazoo. I, I don't know, man. This is, it's been a great series so far. But, Mike, the difference is is you love basketball. I mean, the NBA Finals That's the last few years has not been watched at all, really. That's true. Their ratings have been down, yeah. and I think that's what Tommy's talking about. But you're, yeah. you're that yeah. basketball enthusiast, so you're definitely going to watch. Me, I'm going to turn WWE on and not the finals. <laughs> That's just me. Well, I yeah. got you. You know what? Unfortunately, I don't I, – you know, I haven't shown much, especially this year as well, in, in the uh, the NBA finals. I mean, if I had to pull for a team, right, 
I mean, I think I, I definitely pull for the Celtics. Like you said, Mike, they're young. You don't have any – I mean, you have a lot of really good players, right? But they're not the – the stacked, you know, Brooklyn Nets that are trying to load up on talent or the Lakers or somebody else, right? Like, I feel like they're, they're kind of doing it somewhat all natural. Yeah, and I think a lot of it has, has to do with Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens did the same thing in college. So, yeah, but he's not I mean, the he's a, No, I know. I know that, but I'm saying that core that's there was under Brad Stevens. Yeah, he's yeah, not they the coach drafted there, but he's still a front office. Sure, but they weren't drafted by Brad Stevens. Danny Ainge is the one that drafted Tatum and Smart and Jalen Brown. But, but who was the coach? But Stevens makes good moves. But I, 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 they're, I mean, they have drafted really well. Like even their late moderate, their late first round guys like Robert Williams, Grant, uh, is it Grant Williams? I can't think of his last name. Yeah, uh, but Grant like Williams. Robert Williams, Grant Williams. Some of these other cats that, that were picked like 25th, 26th, 28th are panning out, and and they're playing huge roles on the team. And Tatum and Jalen Brown seem to be taking that next step up. But I, I don't know, man. I don't. I I think that tonight's game is a must win for the Warriors. I, I I think if they lose tonight at home to Boston, and they have to go back to Boston down three two for Game Six, it's over. It's a wrap. Mm, I disagree. Okay. Uh, I think they. Okay. I, I think Steph Curry just has too much pride to just give up in Game Six. So okay. If if they lose tonight, I I think Steph Curry comes out Game Six on fire like he did the other night. I think Game Four okay. was the must win. Um, gotcha. If okay. I, I all I have to say right. Game four was it. To, to the respected host, host is uh, what riot? I mean, game? Are you watching? These are these are the tried and true warriors, man. These are the warriors. You got to count out Thompson, Steph Curry, Draymond Green. Come on, man. I mean, yes, I, I, I get it. Right? They go back to Boston. They might be they might be down a game. Might be a world of hurt. But dude, those guys, they're ballers, man. Well. Right. Let's. We'll see. We'll see tonight. But I. I. I don't know, man. Tonight feels like the Celtics come out and punch the Warriors in the mouth and go up three games to two, and the game six goes back to Boston. I don't know. I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll. We'll see. It's going to be interesting. Um. All right. Let's. Uh, let's wrap things up. We got our final segment to get to here. Um. We're going to run a little over. Not okay. Um, baseball. Nobody really cares about baseball. I've tuned out baseball since the Reds got off to an awful two and twenty-two start. But a couple teams have been trending in complete opposite directions. The Angels fired Joe Madden after going on a fourteen-game losing streak. They were so the Angels right now are sitting at twenty-nine and thirty-three, and they lost fourteen in a row. Which means they were at one point like twenty nine and seventeen or so. What uh, they were number one in their division here at the top of the division. Meanwhile, the Braves got off to a terrible start, but have won eleven in a row now to get to thirty four and twenty seven. Uh, so I, I don't know. Can the Angels turn it around? They're already nine games out of first place. 
Um, the Braves are only five and a half games out. I think the Braves have a lot of time to get really good, uh, you know, and they're the defending World Series champions. But I, I don't know, man. I've, I've always respected Joe Madden. He seems to be a winner, but he just couldn't get it done in L.A. for some reason. I mean, he couldn't get it done in Chicago. I mean, he had one season in Chicago. No, dude. They won the, tra- won the championship. How, how do you say he couldn't get it done in Chicago, man, when he, he made the playoffs and he made the NLCS twice in a world and won a World Series? Come on, man. Because they should have won more. They had a team to win three to four championships there. They were that good. Chicago was really that good. They were uh, really, Tampa really Bay. good, but I mean, the, also the, the Dodgers, man. I mean, Dodgers, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing. I think he's a good coach, but he, he's that, that coach is going to get you there, but not really over the hump. Kind of well, like I, I Tampa Bay when he's there. He, won, he, he went to two World Series, one in Tampa Bay, one in Chicago, lost in the NLCS twice in Chicago. I don't know, man. If I was if I was the Reds, I would be firing David Bell right now and been and, and going to hire Joe Madden. No, yeah, I mean that probably would be a wise move for the Reds, honestly. <laughs> but I mean, you have to look at yeah. So the Angels fire Madden, right? And just because exactly. you went on a fourteen game losing streak, and then you turn around and look at what the Reds are doing, and yet their manager is still employed, right? But can you really right. blame it on the manager? The Reds, no, yeah. you can't. The team's got awful. There's no talent there, hardly. Well, I, but, I mean, David Bell should have been fired the first year. First, he just he's not a very good manager. I'm sorry. He, he puts too much analytics into his decisions, and he doesn't have that feel for, for the game. So, no, I, David Bell should have been fired a long time ago. I agree. He should have been fired uh, a long, long time ago. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. The Braves, they've turned it around. They're red hot. Um, I think they're, you know, they had some off-season moves where they lost Freddie Freeman, but uh, Acuna's back. He's playing well. I don't know, man. Baseball's so hard, though, to watch. It's such a regional sport, and I just – there's no there's, – I, I don't know. For baseball, it's not compelling. It's not compelling until after the All-Star break because it's such a long season. Nobody cares. It's just like the NBA. Nobody cares about the NBA regular season. Nobody starts watching NBA basketball until January, maybe even February once the Super Bowl's over. That's when everybody starts caring about basketball is February. And then you get March Madness. That's when everybody starts caring about college basketball. They'll watch the conference tournaments. But we are a football-centered league. That's because they do everything right. They have the most entertaining game. I, I and, and to me, baseball and basketball, their seasons are too long. Yeah, I mean, I would I would agree with that too. Uh, but I mean, you're right with football. I mean, college football is. I I think it's better than the NFL half the time. I think there's more compelling games. It's it's fun to watch these kids in college. NFL. Yeah. You kind of know who your top teams are. And you know they're always going to win. Like New England, you knew that every year they were going to be in the playoffs. You knew Indianapolis was going to be in the playoffs. The Steelers, you know these teams are going to be good every year. There's not a, not much diversity in the league with the top team, with the bottom teams compared to the top teams. Well, that's the way so, it is in any league, though. In the NBA, you know there's like three teams that can win the championship every year. 
Yeah, and why should I why should I want to watch something if I know, hey, these three teams, one of these three teams is going to win the NBA championship. They, I mean, they they brought everybody in to win this championship. That's not fun for me. Even like the NFL, year, though, you, you, you can say well, the NFL has certain top teams that are in the playoffs every year, fine. But the truth of the matter is that roughly 50% of the, NBA, of the NFL playoff field flips every single year. We get there's and at that, least five to six teams that made the playoffs the year before that don't make it the next year. And that's not – you really can't say the same thing about baseball or, or NBA. It's the same teams – every year for like five, six years. It doesn't flip every year. There might be one or two teams that didn't make the playoffs, but when you got 16 teams in the NBA that make the playoffs and you got, now you got, I think, 12 teams in Major League Baseball that make the playoffs and roughly, you know, 10 to, you know, 12 teams in the NBA out of 16 and maybe like, you know, eight teams out of 12 in in Major League Baseball are the same every year. It's, It's there's no excitement to that. Exactly. And, and like this year showed, any given Sunday a team can win. Who, who called yeah. the Bengals going to the fucking Super Bowl? Nobody. I didn't. I, I called them a 6-10 and 10 team. Or I did, too. I thought, I thought they were going to win. They don't prove it. Maybe they're a 6- or 7-win team this year. This is yeah. the year that I thought now we'll make the playoffs in Joe Burrow's third year. This was the year I thought we'd make the playoffs. Never, never did I believe they'd be they'd make a Super Bowl run last year. No, I don't think anybody did. No. Except except for one guy, and he caught it. Uh, what was the quarterback that ran out of bounds in Detroit? Oh, what was his um, name? Dan Orlovsky. Orlovsky was on the Stephen A. Smith show. He he flat out yeah. said in July, he's like. The Bengals can get this defense. They will make a Super Bowl run. And Stephen A. Smith laughed in his face. Yeah. And I loved every single minute of watching that after they made the Super Bowl. I'm just glad you didn't say, like, some Cincinnati fan or somebody from around here, right? Because <laughs> I'd have been like, look, man, every fair-weather Cincinnati fan said they're going to the Super Bowl every single year, and it never happens. <laughs> just like all of the Reds fans and everything else, right? I mean <laughs> – Every year's their year until it's not. <laughs> exactly. No, I mean I was like I didn't know he even said that. And but I watched the Facebook and it it was from July before training camp. He said hey, if if the Bengals put this defense together and and they play uh, defense like the Steelers do this year and the Ravens, they're going to be the team to beat in the the AFC. Watch out. Sure enough, they showed it. Yeah. No, I don't and know. You know what it is, right? But there, there is a huge disparity between sports, and, and maybe it is the amount of games, right? But it's like, man, you know, yeah. there's some intriguing matchups in the NFL, college football, whatever, and it's like I'll turn on and watch. It's not my team. I don't care, but I'm going to watch it, right? But when it comes exactly. to, like, you know, and college basketball even sometimes, right? I mean, I'll watch a Duke-North Carolina rivalry or something like that. That's kind of a fun game. But it's like when you get to MLB or, or – you know, somewhere else where you got the Red Sox and Yankees facing off or something. It's like, you know, like, the interest isn't there. Yeah, no, agreed. Agreed, 100%. Yeah, I mean, what, college football starting off with some of these big matchups now with Ohio State-Notre Dame, first game of the year. That's exciting. I'm excited for that. Um, Alabama playing the big name. 
the Clemson-Texas A&M game. That's exciting. Yeah. I'm not a fan of either team, but I'm going to watch that game. Because automatically I'm thinking, hey, this has playoff implications right off the bat. Yeah, it does. A lot Definitely. of big games in college football. But see, you get those big-time matchups in college basketball, though. You get Kentucky and Kansas. You get North Carolina and Tennessee. And, uh, you know, you, you get uh, Duke and Ohio State. In the, in the, but it doesn't generate, I feel like, as much interest. Because everybody knows if in the third game of the college basketball season Duke loses to Kentucky, that it, do- it doesn't hinder them from winning the national title. Exactly. Where college football, you lose at the beginning of the year, it can knock you completely out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Or if you're going to lose, right. lose uh, early, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Lose early. Went out. All right, guys, that's all the time we got. Thank you, Tommy and Josh, for contributing and calling in today. We like having you, Tommy, so if you could, you know, please grace us with your presence more often. You know, you're a fan favorite of the show. Uh, what can I say? As much as I that displeases me. I'm just kidding. Um, but you are a fan favorite of the show. We like having, <laughs> we like having everybody on. Um, I, I don't think Sam's going to be on the Friday show either. Um, but he just texted me. Uh, he's got something going on on Friday. But uh, we will be doing a Friday show, Josh, as always. Uh, I, I do want to, uh, like I said, give a shout-out because our last episode that we did uh, all together um, uh, generated uh, 1,000 downloads. So we're growing in popularity. Uh, the show's getting back out there. We're on a lot of different platforms. we got a lot of people listening. Uh, so it was a good show today. For all of our listeners that were expecting a more sports-centric show, uh, thank you. Know, sorry, but we like to try to switch things up a little bit. It is, it is kind of the dead season for sports. You know, all there is is NBA finals and college baseball and, and golf. It's, it's not really a, a lot to talk about right now. But uh, hey, uh, we, com- we completely miss aid. We completely miss Jeff Hardy getting arrested again for another DUI. Just, just throwing that <laughs> out there. Dumbass. <laughs> That's, <laughs> he, he, he can't get it together. But thanks, guys. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for uh, uh, thanks to everybody for listening. And we will be back on Friday at eight o'clock. Maybe uh, possibly the finals will be over by Friday. We'll see. But uh, thanks, everybody. Oh, 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 oh,